What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. Last week, I was telling you guys that there may not be an episode this week because I'm going to the Aftershock Festival. Well, my dumbass got the weeks mixed up. It's actually next week. And while we are on the subject of Aftershock, let me tell you about the little ass bait and switch shit they have pulled. So originally, I wanted to go see Pantera, which was supposed to happen on Saturday night. Well, at some point, Pantera was switched to Thursday. And I'm like, well, fuck, I have tickets for Saturday. By the time I noticed Pantera had canceled, we could no longer exchange the tickets. So we had to buy a whole ass another set of tickets to see Pantera at Aftershock. Well, about a week ago, Pantera decided to cancel. They didn't give a reason. They said unforeseen circumstances, but that they would be back at Aftershock in 2024. So at this point, I'm like, what the actual fuck? I literally just wanted to see Pantera. But now I'm starting to hear that Tool and Death Clock are also canceling their performances at Aftershock. I can't find like hardcore real confirmation of this. It's just kind of like some chatter going on on the Reddit sub for Aftershock. But I definitely feel like the whole Pantera fiasco was a fucking bait and switch bullshit. I went to Aftershock last year, and let me just start by saying I am not a fan of large music festivals. Fucking way too many people. The shit is fucking expensive. There's long-ass lines for everything. That's kind of why we got the VIP tickets that were a fucking ripoff. But yeah, big festivals just are not my thing. The fucking acoustics usually suck, and there's way too many people. Like, the fucking merch lines take like an hour to go through, so fuck all that. I definitely like the smaller venues. But considering Pantera was supposed to be here, I was like, fuck, I'll go. Let's fucking, <laughs> I will go stand in the snow and watch these motherfuckers because I haven't seen them in like decades. So yeah, that whole plan is kind of kaput. I'm pretty sure we're still going to go. We got tickets for like three of the four different nights. But yeah, it's definitely, I'm not excited at all now because yeah, no Pantera. But we will see. I mean, there's hella bands. Maybe I'll find some new band that I fucking like or some shit like that. But yeah, next week is Aftershock. So I'm not 100% sure if I will be able to get an episode in. But yeah, just wanted to clear that thing up. My dumbass got the weeks wrong. But anyway, let's get into today's episode. First, we are going to talk about some crazy shit that I just read about Walt Disney World in Florida. There's some other current event type shits like Ding Dong, the witch is dead. Diane Feinstein finally croaked, but somehow voted like two hours before her death. And I don't know if you guys like had seen pictures of this fucking chick lately, but she straight up was in a wheelchair, looked like a fucking mummy, looked like she was about to die. But this broad is still allowed to vote and make decisions for the people of California. Because I'm a native Californian and kind of come from a cop family, I always remember stories my dad would tell me of how the San Francisco PD would pick up sex workers and then drop them off in front of Diane Feinstein's house in San Francisco. And when I say house, I mean like multi-million dollar fucking mansion. So yeah, fuck Diane Feinstein. She's a dumb bitch just like the rest of them. I definitely have to touch on some crooked-ass Daddy Newsome news. This motherfucker. Ugh. I don't think you guys understand how obnoxious this guy is. And can I just say, fuck his hairdo. Like, what the fuck is this slicked-back bullshit? 
The sides are like all puffy. I can't fucking stand him. I wish somebody could like hold him down and fucking give him a decent haircut. Anyone want to volunteer? <laughs> Anyone? Totally joking. We are also going to talk about an ingredient found in multi-dose vials of vaccines called thimosorol. And of course, the FDA says it's like totally safe and shit, even though it's mercury-based. But we will get into all that a little bit later. And as per usual, there may be some side rants. So sit back, get ready for this. Before we get started in all of our lovely topics today, I've got to say what's up to Mike C for helping make this episode possible. Mike sent Vanished in the Valley some money, which definitely helps offset the cost of production, and I deeply appreciate it. Thank you very much, Mike. So let's start off by talking about Disney. This shit's being reported in even mainstream media, probably because uh, Walt Disney is trying to fight Ron DeSantis, and we all know the mainstream media is mostly captured by liberal twats. But according to CNBC, Disney blocked Ron DeSantis' Florida power play with a royal family clause. So apparently DeSantis was trying to strip the company of its self-governance power in the state, and Walt Disney responded by using a legal clause that name checks King Charles III, basically stating this is their land, this is fucking England's land, and DeSantis has no power over them. I, I'm not exactly sure how the fuck this is legal. I don't even know if it'll stand up in court. But last I checked, there was this big-ass revolution in 1776, and we kind of won our independence. <laughs> so I just, I'm like, really, you motherfuckers are using some clause from like the 1600s and British law, not even American law. So that's going to be kind of fucking interesting to see how that plays out in court. <laughs> Let me just kind of read this agreement to you guys and how it is uh, <laughs> worded in these fucking court docs. The agreement is basically a royal clause that dates back to 1692 in Britain and would extend its term limits for decades. This quote-unquote declaration shall continue in effect until 21 years after the death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III, King of England, living as one of the dates of this declaration. This kind of clause is most often used in the UK, typically when it comes to trusts, and provides a buffer against perpetuities. At some point, DeSantis actually replaced all of the Disney allied board members with five Republicans on February 27th. It was, <laughs> it was only then that Disney's new binding agreement was discovered. The clause was so obscure that several journalists who attended the February 8th meeting apparently didn't even pick up on it. Shocker! According to one of the new board members, Ron Perry, he stated, quote, this essentially makes Disney the government. This board loses, for practical purposes, the majority of its ability to do anything beyond maintain the roads and maintain basic infrastructure. Apparently now the uh, legislators in Florida are going to obviously try to fight this in a legal way and get this fucking ridiculous ass Brit clause 
repealed or kind of just voiding the document so it is not a legally binding situation. According to Walt Disney, all agreements signed between Disney and the district were appropriate and were discussed and approved in open, noticed public forums in compliance with Florida's government in the Sunshine State. And that is according to a rep of Walt Disney World. I'm only talking about this because Walt Disney and the Disney company in general have had huge ties to pedophilia. It is a long history of different types of child abuse. And a lot of times I read that like a lot of the employees at these parks get busted for trying to rape children. So if you actually like check out some of their old ass movies slash cartoons, it's kind of fucking eye opening. Go check out fucking Pinocchio and Pleasure Island and just fucking yeah, check it out. There is some disgusting shit going on with that for sure. But Disney, I mean, it's basically known now as a quote unquote, woke company, trying to push gay shit, tranny shit, whatever shit on children, which I still I really cannot figure out why everyone is so obsessed with pushing different type of sex shit on children. Like, who the fuck do they think they are? These are literal children. It is totally inappropriate. And it is not their place to teach children about sex, gender, and adult sexual relationships. But somehow the people on the left think it's totally normal and cool for Disney to bombard children with themes that are way beyond their age and reasoning capabilities. So yeah, fuck Disney. Their fucking movies suck anyway. So do their goddamn cartoons. Fuck that shit. A little bit more background on this whole situation. There is a district in Florida called Reedy Creek Improvement District, which was established in 1967. It was created by the Florida legislator so Disney could develop the infrastructure for Walt Disney World at no cost to Florida taxpayers. The arrangement has allowed Disney to build theme parks, hotels, and other tourist experiences within the Reedy Creek District with little to no oversight. The company also became the largest employer of Florida residents and helped the Orlando area become one of the largest hubs for tourism in the United States. This whole land agreement situation sounds like some bullshit that could never go down today. And just a side note, I've been to Disneyland, the one that's here in California. I've never been to Disney World. But let me tell you about Disneyland. That shit is over fucking priced. The lines are hell of long. There's fucking people everywhere. The food there is absolutely way overpriced. And I mean, the cool rides, like when I was a kid, was fucking Space Mountain and Matterhorn. I don't know if they're still there. Who fucking knows? Because I'm never going back there. Like, why the fuck would I pay so much money to go fucking ride on some shitty rides? Yeah, no, I'm good. But yeah, I'm, I've never really been a Disney fan. I know there's like people that are super crazy about that shit for some reason. But lucky for you guys, that is not me. Now we have to get into some clown world bullshit going down here in California. I've briefly talked about this new law that our benevolent Daddy Newsom is trying to pass in California. 
basically what this law is saying is that parents could lose custody of children if they do not like accept some fucking transgender ideology. So basically if their kid thinks they're fucking transgender and the parent doesn't immediately like fucking rush them down to the doctor to get their dick chopped off or their budding breasts chopped off, this state could literally take custody of these children. Seems totally legit, right? And can you imagine? I mean, look at what happens to children right now when the state takes custody of them. The foster system in California and the rest of the United States is the number one place where children are sex trafficked from. Like, I don't see how this is so hard to understand. I mean, basically, California is trying to pave the way for the state to get easier access to children and steal custody from their parents all over some fucking crazy ass ideology that they're trying to say is the science. So basically at this point, after how the science was thrown around so much during Kabobo, and now the science is saying there's 97 genders, when are most people going to be like, the science is just like the new name for dogmatic religion? It's, it's not actual science. It's some bullshit. Some people were paid hella money to find a certain outcome. That is not science. But California and a bunch of other states are going to use this fake-ass science as an excuse to steal children. And let's put them in the foster system, right? Because that's totally safe. They're not going to probably get raped, sex trafficked. Who fucking knows? So it's all bad. And Daddy Newsom is all about this law. It's absolutely mind-blowing. I hate that in California, the fucking large population centers like the Bay Area or LA or SAC are just fucking flooded with brain-dead liberals from everywhere, all over the country, all over the world, and the rest of us Californians that have moved out of those areas or never lived in those areas, you know, lived in the more rural areas, are basically stuck with these stupid fucking laws that are absolutely mind-boggling. So there's a lot of weird shit going down in California. And since we're on the subject, I'm going to tell you about how fucking Daddy Newsom just raised the minimum wage to $20 an hour. But that's just for fucking fast food workers. It's like, really, motherfucker? Really? Fast food jobs were never meant for people to raise a fucking family on. They were meant for kids, after school jobs, kids to get job experience. But now, Daddy Newsom is legislating that they have to pay these people $20 an hour to literally flip fucking burgers. Like, do look at the long run of that. Do you really think fast food places are going to stick around in a state that is making, <laughs> making them pay people $20 an hour? Get the fuck out of here. That is just going to hurt business in California. But the liberals, the fucking leftists, they don't give a shit about businesses in California, especially small businesses. Specifically, this law is targeting fast food restaurants that have more than 60 restaurants throughout the country. So, you know, I get it. McDonald's totally could afford to pay their people more, just like Taco Bell, Burger King, you know, all the big ass fast food places. But it is going to set a precedent to where next time it's going to be businesses with more than like 20 employees. Now we're going to have to pay burger flippers $20 a fucking hour. 
And you know what? 100%, that cost is just going to get passed on to the customer. They're just going to keep raising prices. And I don't know if you guys have been to fast food lately, but it's fucking ridiculously priced for some garbage-ass processed food. I mean, if I'm going to go fucking eat some fast food, I'll hit up some Carl's Jr. They got some fried zucchini. I'm all about it. But me and Garrett ate there a couple of weeks ago, and it was like $40. We didn't even order a hell of food. And I don't know. It's I could literally spend $40 at the grocery store and get real products, clean products, not fucking processed bullshit. And I get it. It's like a convenience factor or, you know, you're on the road and you just want to grab something quick and get back on the road. I fucking get it. But as long as these crazy people in power in California are allowed to make ridiculous laws like that, it's going to hurt California business. These fucking minimum wages that are crazy high are going to get passed on to the consumer as per usual. But yeah, Daddy Newsome thinks he's fucking God's gift to humanity. And how wrong that stupid fucker is. It's change of subject time. So now we are going to talk about thimerosal, which, like I said earlier, is an ingredient found in vaccines. And of course, go to the fucking FDA website and they'll say it's totally safe. Go eat some mercury. Go eat some lead. But there are theories right now that the entire millennial generation is functioning on long-term, low-grade thimerosal poisoning. And that's why there is so much more anxiety, depression, ADHD, and sensory issues compared to, say, like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Have you guys seen the vaccine schedule for children in the United States? It's absolutely fucking crazy. When I was a kid, I think you had to get like the measles, mumps, rubella shit to get into school. And side note, I'm not sure if I was ever vaccinated for that because no one can find these records. So who knows? Maybe I lucked the fuck out. And a little side note, the misrol is also in tattoo ink. According to a book called Turtles All the Way Down, which is about vaccine safety, one point they suggest is that vaccinations have given us the trade-off of chronic lifelong diseases instead of infectious childhood diseases. I'm not so sure that's a great trade-off. So we've talked about different vaccines here a bunch of times, obviously the Kabobo vaccine. We've talked about the polio vaccine and how it actually caused outbreaks of polio. But the problem is there just is not a lot of long-term safety studies. There's no studies into the nano aluminum particles that are found in vaccines to this day, which when studied, you know, in animals, not humans, it does show these fucking nanoparticles of aluminum get stored in the brain, which all fucking bad. Another ingredient found in most vaccines is mercury. And a little info about mercury is it displaces zinc in the reproductive system, which is how mercury poisoning can cause infertility. Isn't it kind of strange that so many different aspects of vaccines, whether the old ones, new ones, kabobo ones, always seem to fuck with reproduction? It's almost like there's a concerted effort to make people stop breeding. Hmm. And you know what I think is kind of fucking hilarious? These dumb fucks like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, they're all about like, let's stop letting fucking people breed. Fucking Bill Gates has three kids. And I'm like, you hypocritic twat. 
Um, look at your family. Look at yourself. I, I don't Don't even get me started on Bill fucking Gates or we're going to go into a rant that's going to be like 45 fucking minutes. So let's move on really quick. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Thimisorol. So if you go to the CDC's website, they have this little posting. It states, the Moserol is a mercury-based preservative that has been used for decades in the United States in multi-dose vials containing more than one dose. So basically like, I don't know, one cc glass jar that would be used for multiple different people's vaccinations. The CDC goes on to say, there is no evidence of harm caused by low doses of the miserol in vaccine, except for minor reactions like redness and swelling at the injection site. However, in 1999, the public health service agencies, the American Academy of Pediatrics and vaccine manufacturers all agreed that the miserol should be reduced or eliminated in vaccines as a precautionary measure. The CDC is totally admitting this shit, okay, there might be some problems with it. If you scroll a little bit further down the page, they start talking about how mercury is a naturally occurring element found in the Earth's crust, air, soil, and water. <laughs> so they're trying to convince us all that it's perfectly healthy to inject mercury into our bodies, and especially children's bodies. Seems totally legit, right? So I don't know how anyone could fucking read this information, see that it's mercury-based, see all this terrible shit and side effects that studies show about it, and think, oh, yeah, we should definitely keep giving this to children. The whole reason they put thimisorol in vaccines is because it prevents the growth of bacteria. So I'm not sure, like, uh, you guys couldn't figure out a way to fucking not have bacteria growing in vaccine vials. Like, hey, maybe we should go back to single-dose vials. I mean, crazy thought, right? The CDC is very quick to point out scientific research does not show a connection between thimisorol and autism. They've been saying that the whole, like, vaccine-causing autism crowd are fucking crazy conspiracy theorists for over 20 years. But while we're talking about this, let me drop this little bomb on you guys. According to the mainstream media news rag CBS, a family is to receive $1.5 million plus in first ever vaccine autism court award. Huh, that's funny, because they said that was just a crazy conspiracy. But now, look at this, first ever case. So obviously they proved it. And I wonder how many other families will come forward and sue the fuck out of these criminal organizations that have been poisoning us for decades. According to this article, Hannah Poling and her family will receive more than $1.5 million for her life care, lost earnings, pain and suffering, and that's just the first year, you guys. They will also have to pay her family $500,000 a year to pay for her care. Over this child's lifetime, that could amount to over $20 million. Apparently, back in July 2000, she was vaccinated against nine diseases in one doctor visit. The vaccine included measles, mumps, rubella, polio, varicella, diphtheria, pertussis, tetanus, and hemophilus influenzae. This poor kid got shot up with all kinds of crazy vaccines at one visit. That is 
absolutely insane to me. If you guys have kids and you're thinking about getting on this whole fucking CDC approved vaccine schedule, just try to do a little bit of research and obviously don't just fucking read the CDC's website. Because at this point, if everyone has not figured out that the CDC is just as corrupt as the FDA and the criminal organizations known as Big Pharma, then I don't know what to fucking tell you. Go get another booster or some shit. A lot of people will say, well, if we don't do the vaccines and our kids can't go to school. And I'm like, and? That's probably a good thing since they're literally just indoctrination camps at this point. Fuck the public school system. Probably teach them better at home or there's so many different like selections for homeschooling type environments. And it's not like these kids won't get any social interaction because when it's an organized online school, these different schools basically plan meetups. So these kids do get to socialize with other kids so they don't turn out to be fucking serial killers or goddamn weirdos when they get older. There's so many other options now. The public school system's a fucking joke. I cannot believe that it is allowed and it's tolerated by the American people. I think it's just many people just haven't bothered to open their fucking eyes and look at the curriculums they're teaching, the indoctrination that happens at public school. Absolutely amazing. So now we're going to do a total U-turn on the subject matter. I'm going to tell you of some incidents in which the government agents confiscated photographs, video, or other UFO evidence. Now, obviously, the most, uh, I would say, well-known would be Roswell. Back 1947, there was supposedly an alien crash, and apparently civilians and radio show hosts were threatened with death or loss of employment. The UFO crash debris was switched out with weather balloon wreckage, and this is backed up by tons of firsthand testimony from people directly involved. But, you know, like I said, that is just like the most well-known. There are many, many incidents of this shit going down, so I'm just going to kind of tell you guys about a few of them. Former Phoenix City Councilwoman Frances Barwood witnessed the Phoenix Lights in Arizona in 1997. She stated, quote, a man by the name of Richard Curtis filmed the craft with professional equipment and wanted to make a copy of the footage for Barwood. Before he could make a copy, several men in black suits showed up at his residence, claiming to be from Barwood's office and that they wanted the original footage. They claimed that they would make copies and return the original. Curtis called Barwood weeks later and asked if she received the footage, but she didn't. And she said she had only had female staffers. So basically, they're claiming that the government official showed up at this guy's house, claimed to be from this city councilwoman's office, and stole the footage. In 1956, Rex Heflin took four photographs of UFOs in one of the most famous UFO cases. The copy negatives were obtained from Heflin under false pretenses by someone pretending to be from North American Air Defense Command. 32 years later, they were strangely mailed back to Heflin, confirming that the, quote, model and string debunking was nonsense. The next one is a high-level FAA whistleblower, John Callahan, and he says that government agents confiscated a bunch of evidence from a 1986 UFO case he was involved in, and the agents told everyone, quote, this didn't happen. He made copies of the evidence and released this publicly. Professor Robert Jacobs and Stanford researcher Dr. Florence J. Mansman says two men in gray suits confiscated video proof of a UFO disabling ICBM, that's Intercontinental Ballistic Missile, in 1964. 
Mansman was then an Air Force major when the incident occurred. The next one is the Westwall incident. Barbara Robbins, the chemistry teacher at Westwall, took pictures of UFO. Government agents confiscated the camera and film. Then we have the Calvine UFO photo. This photo was sent to the Ministry of Defense, and, shockingly, it went missing. According to an assessment by the Ministry of Defense, and I'm talking about, you know, Britain, guys, <laughs> Ministry of Defense, basically, they are saying this is official again, that this assessment of the photos, that it was their opinion that these were real photographs of a craft that had a diameter of around 80 feet. As of today, it is not known what happened to these photographs or even the negatives. It's kind of a big old MIA situation going on there. And here's a little special one out of the Soviet Union. Cosmonaut Viktor Afanasov said a UFO turned toward him in space and followed him. He photographed it, but had his film and camera confiscated. And he told his story only due to the collapse of the Soviet Union and at that point thought he could talk about it probably without getting fucking murdered. And like I said, this is just a few of these cases. The government cheese from different countries around the world have been suppressing this evidence for fucking decades. I mean, why confiscate some shit if it's not real, if it was just hoax photographs or whatever? There'd be literally no reason to do that. No reason to waste manpower, time, money, and all of that shit if it was all bogus. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody at this point, well, most everybody knows that UFOs, UAPs, fucking aliens, all that shit are real. It's a thing. Now, whether they have been in contact with our governments for decades or if our governments really don't know anything about them, I mean, that that is remains to be seen, basically. But I'm pretty sure our government cheese here in the United States have had some sort of contact with these alien motherfuckers for quite a while. And I'm even talking about the USOs. So I've seen some pretty crazy videos of these vessels, vehicles, whatever the fuck you want to call them, come fucking flying out of the ocean, as well as different vehicles crashing, but without fucking any debris, straight into the ocean at really high speeds that would normally cause, you know, any human-made vessel to blow apart into a bunch of pieces. So who knows? Could it be that, you know, the United States has some crazy technology for different type of aerial vehicles that we just don't know about? Sure. I bet there are a lot of classified projects on different aerial vehicles. But who knows? With the way our governments are so corrupt, they're fucking crazy rotten from the core. You really can't trust anything they say. While we are on the subject of UAPs, UFOs, I discovered this video. It's actually an old video. So what it is, is what people are calling a quote-unquote metapod, a metapod UFO. And originally this footage came out of Spain, but some dumb shits like took the video and said it was out of Denver, Colorado, which is not fucking true. But anyway... There has finally been some video stabilization done to this whole clip. And it's kind of crazy. It doesn't look like any UFO that I have ever seen. I'm going to leave a link to this video, but I'll kind of describe it for you guys here. It appears to be wider in one axis than the other. It's olive, gray, green, kind of like military colors. 
and seems matte, like it's not reflective at all. So there are two side on views, left opaque, right transparent, and it allows you to see inside the vessel. And inside the vessel, I don't know what the fuck it is. Light, I'm not sure. I have no fucking idea. And apparently this video came out in the 2000 teens. And like I said earlier, it came out of Spain. Apparently at this time, this video has not been debunked. It has not been explained. So it's kind of a famous video that's been around, you know, what, eight years at this point. And there's not much in the ways of debunking. Some people say it's a balloon. Some people say A, B, and C, but most people are fucking stupid. I don't know exactly what it is, but I will leave a link and you guys can go check out the stabilized version of this video and let me know what you think. Send me an email, vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com because it definitely does not look like any of the classic UAP videos, not the same shape as those crafts or anything like it. It's very strange looking. So check out the show notes if you would like to see this video. All right, you guys, that is about it for this week's episode. Like I was saying a bit earlier, I'm going to Aftershock for reals. <laughs> it's this next coming week. So I'm not 100% sure if we will get an episode, but I'll definitely try. Before I get out of here today, I have to say what's up to our top three downloading states, which are California, Texas, and Washington. That's what's up, you guys. It's good to see you in the top three as per usual. I definitely appreciate you guys listening every week. Hit me up if you have any questions or you want some documents of any of the shit I talk about. You can head over to my Reddit sub at r slash vanished in the valley and send your shit my way. As far as our international listeners, we have the UK in first, Ireland, Canada, and Australia. The usual suspects are in the top four again. That's what's up, you guys. I appreciate you all checking out the podcast every week. Hit me up if you have a rabbit hole that I should go down. I fucking love it when you guys send me fucking crazy random shit to investigate. It's like my fucking hobby. Go figure. But you guys, until next week or possibly the week after, be aware. And don't forget your pepper spray. Ch-chow. Ch